0: Welcome to the Missouri Wind and Solar Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Shank, coming to you from our store in Seymour, Missouri. Each week with my co-host and Missouri Winds General Manager, David Medeiros, we discuss the latest on renewable energy. Check out our additional educational information on our website at MWANDS.com. Thank you for downloading this podcast and please subscribe. All right. Well, thank you for joining us today. David and I are going to talk about a pretty technical topic today, but I want to start out by saying if you wanted to come to the workshop, it is too late. It is filled up, and we've got lots of people going to have all kinds of fun and games and all kinds of neat things, and you missed out if you didn't sign up. So, But we'll be putting another one on soon enough, and you can make sure you zip in and sign up quickly for for the next one. Anything
1: else I miss on that? Or are we good? No nope. okay unfortunately you missed out on this one.
0: Yep. okay, what we're going to talk about today is fairly technical for me, but that doesn't mean a whole lot. It could be any number of things is too, too fairly technical for me. But the question has come up and I know the salespeople are, have been dealing with this some and we want to go ahead and throw as much knowledge at this as possible. Is the the benefits of an MPPT charge controller, and particularly in the wind environment, but but just how it's better overall, right? So so David, kind of tell me where do our customers come in with this? How does this usually come up?
1: So there's two major ways that we're going to use to con- regulate the charging the batteries from a wind turbine. One would be through an MPPT style controller that has our VRD which is a voltage-reducing device that's on there, voltage reducer. And then they work in conjunction and or through the mechanical-based relay, such as our Sky 440. Okay, but let's back up first. So when we talk about
0: MPPTs, so if you if you were on the listening to the podcast for the first time, that's the charge controller.
1: That's the charge controller. And it and maximum, makes sure yeah. that we don't melt our batteries, right. right? Both of them are going to make sure you don't melt your batteries. MPPT, though, is maximum power point tracking right? So, its only concern, truthfully, is the battery's state of charge, and doing as good a job as possible to get it to a hundred percent full state of charge.
0: Which is which? While the other two types we deal with, which are PWM, right, and, right. B- and bulk, mm-hmm. remind me again. So, is the MPPT the one that kind of just sips along
1: the way, and whatever it needs? That's right. If it needs a lot, it gives it a lot. So it's it's looking at that battery bank and saying, "Hey, you need a lot of energy, and I'm going to let as much energy th- go through as possible." Which is different than the PWM. PWM lets as much energy go through as possible all the time, and and just pulses constantly, trying to get. It would be like if you were filling up a container with a hose that was using a sprinkler, the oscillating sprinkler to. Right, you know, and it it fills up to a certain level, but after a certain level, it's still blowing it's blowing it out. I mean, you can't ever get it full because as it psh, 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 and then the other is a bulk, and so that's the fire hose that's just stick a fire hose in there, and you can never get a jug full if you stick the i mean because it's blowing more out than it can you know and so if you if you just turned it off immediately. Then you'd be about eighty percent full. And like, oh man, I'm just I'm not because full because you still blew a bunch out. Because you still blew a bunch out, and so that's and an MPPT is the okay. I'm gonna give it as full, and then all of a sudden it starts getting full. And then you start being able to release off the handle, and you to the point that you're just putting in dribbles and drops into the deal until it's full.
0: And the reason why we just don't sell everybody MPPT is
1: cost, cost.
0: All right. So <laughs> if we were just Spitballing costs, MPPT costs versus PWM versus, uh, you know, if
1: we'll say solar first, six hundred dollars for MPPT, PWM one hundred and twenty on the same capabilities, same same voltage capabilities, bulk mechanical relay seventy nine dollars. So so it is significant. Significant, yes.
0: Okay, so so now we've kind of recapped that. Let's go back and talk about our scenario that that we've got customers calling in with.
1: Right. So, so we have customers calling in and, and our wind turbines are capable of producing, you know, anywhere from 1600 to 2000 Watts, depending on the model that you're getting on the blade style, so on and so forth. We'll have customers call in and say, I'm not getting what I think I should be out of my turbine. And they're using a bulk style relay, maybe on a flooded lead acid bank and the resistance levels just not there it is so high that it is it's resisting the turbine and so the turbine is not able to produce what it could if it was on the MPPT which the reason that it happens on that is because you can program that
0: okay so i'm david just did a learning exercise with me a few <laughs> minutes ago so when we're looking at that so you're talking wattage again
1: mhm I not usually talking, always talk about wattage. But,
0: we, but, we're, and we're, but we're not talking about voltage in this case? That it's
1: Always remember wattage is, is a derivative of, of right. voltage and amperage. And, and so amperage. I'm always talking about voltage or amperage, but I use wattage because it's the finite number. It's the last number of the, of the equation.
0: So what is it needing in an MPBT versus a bulk to overcome? Because it, it just, and correct me if I'm wrong again with my
1: fresh learning here, All it has to overdo is overcome the voltage, right? It does overcome the voltage, but an MPPT will take the excess voltage and basically turn it into amperage. Whereas a bulk controller will not do that. If it's producing, if the turbine happens to be producing 120 volts, it's sending 120 volts to the battery bank. Well, once it hits resistance. Well, wait a minute. Oh, yes, it does. You can't do that though, can't mean, you, You can. A battery can take super high voltage. It's just, it can't convert it quickly enough to cause it to have, it doesn't, as soon as it hit the battery, say, okay, well, I'm only at 14.9, so I'm going to convert this to a hundred amps. It doesn't do that. It doesn't have that capability of doing it that quick, or we wouldn't even have to sell a really a charge controller to do that. I mean, it would just do it. You could just directly hook to the battery. Whereas that's where the MPPT takes over. The MPPT does have the capability to very quickly within milliseconds. Change that from voltage into amperage, and you can program that how you want that to step in so all sixteen of a that, point program. That
0: hundred twenty <laughs> volts can step down to
1: fourteen. Right, you can stand and at four- then run your amperage. That's up. right, right, and that's and so and you tell it that you say at fourteen volts, you may say at twelve point six volts, you're going to have it give two amps to the to the battery bank. At twelve point seven amps, you're going to have it give three amps and so on and so forth. And you have a sixteen point graph that you're actually programming in. And it's a true graph. I mean it is a and it's a curved graph and it and it increases as the voltage increases. Okay. So
0: I may have an aha moment here then. Because so when we're talking about the the batteries, we're saying that we're on a twelve volt system. Okay. And so we're saying You know, 100% DOD or depth of discharge is 12.
1: Yeah, well, say on a 11.6. Okay, 11.6. And then fully charged is 14.4? 14.4, yeah, at charging rate, yes, 14.4.
0: So when we're looking at that, and then we would look at the battery and say it's a 40-amp hour, like our AGMs, we have 40-amp hours. So it can take half of that, so 20. Times, twelve 20 times or 12. 12. 20, 20, 20, yep. okay. Yep. So, so it can take what four what was that? Uh, 240 two watt. hundred forty watts. Right, and so it doesn't care what the amperage is.
1: Is that true? In- it does. Yeah, you can you can charge it. You can charge it at a high amperage. It's the same deal though, and that's what a bulk's doing. It is it's putting in at the maximum amperage that the thing can can produce. I mean quickly. I mean, it's, you know, when there again, if it's coming in at 120 volts, I mean, it may produce seven amps really quickly or 10 amps or, or maybe 30 or 40 amps. I mean, if it's 120, it's probably 30 or 40 amps when really, and when we're starting to get to the top, we don't want it to be produced.
0: But it g- can there. it do that up to the top of the battery value? So if it's a, if it's a 240 watt battery, it would,
1: it would act like it did, but the same deal, you would, it would look like it's full the same deal. If I had the deal in the jug, it looks like it's full until I turn it off and I say, Oh, I'm not sure. Well, fooled. then what's the other side of this? Because if I've got
0: 12, 120 volts coming in mm-hmm. at two amps or whatever. Right. Okay, so that's
1: that's 240 right there. If it's totally converting that, but it, it won't be totally converting that, you have two amps at whatever the battery voltage is. So
0: how long would it take to get my battery charged based on? Two it amps,
1: t- you're, you're going to be putting in about, if you're at two amps and you're going to be putting in about 30 watts into the battery per hour. If it constantly runs for two amps for an hour, because it's not a one-to-one. I mean, it's a little bit, I hope I'm- Okay, you see where I'm going with this. It's not a one-to-one deal, (laughs) because really it's only with the battery voltage, the upper limit of the battery voltage. So it's not 120 times two, so it's not 240 watts. It would be through an MPPT if you did it that way, because it would transfer- it's going to transfer so the energy So if it was the, the MPPT, would it, would it charge in an hour? If, say, you had 120 watts coming in on a bolt controller at 120, two am 100, 100, I 120 100? volts okay. on 2 amps, on an MPPT, what it would do is immediately start changing that, and it would say, okay, well, I'm going to go to 14.4. And if it needed the energy, if it was drained, right, and then we're trying to fill it back up, if it was drained low, right. it would change that. And all of a sudden, it, it would go over probably to the upper end of your graph point and say, okay, I've got 120 volts. They've programmed in this, anything over this is going to change, and it may start putting in 30 or 40 amps. And then as it starts to fill, it starts running back down the graph. And so the okay. voltage, the voltage. So it's start, on a curve. Right. Yeah. It's on a curve. It's exactly right. It's on a curve. And so it would start coming back down and it would start reducing that amperage. But the am voltage I, would probably still come in the same, by the way. Okay. But am I, so am I getting the full value when I'm?
0: Charging then because not on
1: a bulk control. That's the question okay. that we get on. All right, that's so the that's- thing I'm trying to answer. You're not getting the maximum potential from your wind turbine. Okay, well, then so let me ask you,
0: we didn't script this one. So if I totally because <laughs> this sounds really crazy to me. Well, so in a bulk, where's it going? Because it's got to go somewhere, right?
1: It's creating heat in your turbine. Uh, There's your killer. Oh, okay.
0: So it is what it is, it's inefficient,
1: super inefficient. Not super.
0: Wow! Okay. It's
1: sixty percent efficient. Man, mark your calendar. Yeah. Right? I just kind of sixty percent efficient versus ninety eight percent efficient. So <laughs> I so, understand something. Yeah.
0: Let's stop now, so yeah. I, can go, I can go lay down and make sure yeah. this sinks so, into my brain. So that, that, that's it. It's, uh,
1: it's the efficiency factor. But, it, but, what, but if but if it's not major question if having. it's
0: not getting its full efficiency, then it's backing up into the
1: turbine that's through right. the heat. It's backing up uh, through the turbine through heat. Interesting.
0: And so. Well, then, does this become a, just another sort of maintenance issue that, I mean, because really we know heat issue. over time is yeah, not.
1: because our turbines, the way they're designed with the with the airflow that they can take over them, it can dissipate the heat so just does like it, the does it not can.
0: get that, that hot, really? I mean, it's no. so because, we're not talking about you have damaging the wind.
1: heat. Because if you're creating energy, then you have wind. So you have something that's actually it's blowing, through, blowing through it and taking that heat away. It's just it's causing it to back up on the unit. Now, at a certain level— It can actually cause overheat. I mean, if it was really, really, I mean, just cranking on 60 mile an hour plus winds and it was just cranking on and you just had no place extra for that energy to go. And that's why we tell you, flip your inverters on, start turning things on, turn on a light, start using your power (laughs) saws, whatever you need to do, start taking energy out of that battery. So you have a place for that energy to come back into. Okay. So, but with MPPT, with MPPT, it's going to look at that. And then with our MPPT, you have to use it with a voltage reducing some type of, ro- and we, we make one's called the VRD. There's others out on the market, really high dollar units, um, like a, like a clipper. But what they basically do is they just put a sh- tremendous load through the use of resistors and, and different things on the actual turbine itself. And just literally drag that turbine down and says, you're not going to spend any fashion. This I'm just going to bog you down. It's like, it's like the old, exercise bikes that had the belt on them and you'd turn it and it would cause more resistance on it. Just think that all of a sudden somebody walked by and you're up there spinning it along and they just cranked it all the way down on you. I mean, that's exactly what it's doing.
0: It's kind of a high-tech way of throwing a rope up into the blade. It's a little more (laughs) high-tech than the old soft (laughs) rope. Yeah. (laughs) Don't ever throw a rope into your blade.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ever. Don't throw anything into
0: your (laughs) blades. Yeah, never, (laughs) ever. But
1: yeah, that's it. Okay.
0: so you, you went back to something and and now I got to ask more. So the voltage reducing side of things, we've got it spinning, and we're coming in at you know we're producing what do you want to say fourteen fourteen volts.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Where does the VRD come into this then? What's where's the problem with that?
1: It comes in when the battery bank is full. When okay. when the when the So the says, MPPT is filled it up. It's it's went into float mode, which is literally like trickle charging and it says they're done. They're as full as they can get. They're at ninety nine point nine percent. They're they're done. They're they're as full as they can get. They're they're full as I'm going to allow. And as soon as it gets to that, it would say, Okay, then we need to stop giving energy into the deal and put resistance on the turbine. And so basically in that controller okay, so it how will is automatically that, activate that How is that.
0: it not just the, the charge controller saying Instead of sending it here, send it there.
1: Because it, it, it's exactly what it is. It's just a gate valve. It's just diverting the energy is saying no, because it has to run through that controller first. And so what it does is open the gate valve because there's lines going over to the VRD that says, okay, now you're going to divert over here. Instead of going to that battery bank now, you're going to go down to, you're going to go over to the VRD and it's going to basically slow you down to really, I mean.
0: So VRD, if I, pardon my dumbing it down for me. So is a VRD just a
1: nice name for heater? It's it's similar. Uh Very, very, yeah. Very similar to a heater, except with a lot of gadgets and gadgets in it that make it actually do what it's supposed to. Which? Is to control at a certain prescribed level will enact when the turbine is is still up and running. It will enact at the level that it's it's supposed to, basically. I mean, it's got electronics in it that says, okay, X equals Y, and that's going to create Z. I mean, that's, you know.
0: Well, so... The VRD is communicating with the charge controller then? Yes. But why isn't I guess I'm not getting why the charge controller isn't just handling it itself.
1: Because it can't. It doesn't have anywhere for the excess energy to go.
0: But I thought that's what it I thought that's what it did as the charge controller said.
1: It's a charge controller. It's not a resistor or a dump load. It's not it's nothing of that. But it can control. The last word is the deal. It's a controller. It controls things. So
0: is it just it's just looking at the batteries? That's right. And it says okay,
1: I'm at 14, right. 14, four here, send it to this other place. Right. And that does that in, we're talking about wind right now. If we're talking about solar, solar doesn't back up like wind does. It doesn't right. need to stay. <clears throat> and so me. that's why there's no VRD that, you know, so don't think, oh my gosh, I don't have that on my system and I've got a solar system at home. I'm not talking about solar. I'm only talking about wind in this application because we have to keep that turbine under some type of load or we go into a free-spin mode, which is very detrimental to the, to the Okay, unit. but still, I guess I'm still stuck on this. So why is the VRD
0: not just a set of resistors? Just, okay, the charge controller says, or 14 send it over here to the resistor.
1: It is, but inside the VRD, there's actually modules, and there's and there's say in there's, our VRD, there's six resistors. Well, it doesn't kick on all six at one time.
0: Oh, because now we're talking about like we talked about earlier in my earlier learning. Right, right. About it's going to pull from the batteries too. Right, and so to make that what it will do is
1: it'll kick on the two resistors first and say, "Okay, is that enough to slow you down to so you're you'll quit trying to hurt my battery?" Gotcha. And if it says nope, and then it says okay, then fine, then I'm going to hit you with the two more, and then it finally gets to six. And at six, there's our turbines can't overcome six. Not saying there's turbines out there that can't, but we designed this for our specific industry and, and our And, and our this turbines. goes
0: back to what we were talking about earlier, which probably is a great podcast for another day, is that whatever those resistors are rated at, so if they're 600 watts, they're going to take 600 watts
1: wherever they need to take it from. They're going to take it immediately, that's right. And
0: so if your wind turbine has filled up the batteries and it's producing 550 watts. It's going to pull 50 from the batteries. Right. And so what you're telling me is, is that the VRD could figure that out and say, Yep. Okay. Well, I don't want. I just want two running because if I ran all six. Right. Now I've got to pull 650 watts. Right. I, and, I got to pull from okay, the battery so that that's I Okay. So that's what the to. VRD does. Yeah. Okay. That
1: makes sense now. So that's that's what it's doing. It's a resistor. There again. It's the belt on the bicycle wheel that's causing the resistance. And there again, do we need a little bit more to, to slow you down so you don't run away? Or do we need a lot more to, to slow you down? And so it's an automatic hand in there turning the, turning the resistance belt to what it's doing. It's just...
0: Okay, so did I sidetrack you too much and we didn't achieve... No, because we exactly... <laughs> I think we've, if, if you went
1: back about five <laughs> minutes into this, you heard me say that was the question that was wanting answered. Why do I buy this one versus and its efficiency? If you want the best and the most that you can get from your turbine that you purchased from us, the MPPT will give you the best results that you're going to get. All
0: right, let me ask you this. Is this a valid statement? So if you're one of our customers in Montana, bulk could be fine because it's windy all the time, all day, every day.
1: Boat could be fine. You could always keep your batteries charged, and because yada, there's yada, always yada. more wind coming,
0: right? But if you're in an area where you have to be, you have to. What am I looking for here? More closely monitor what's happening, right? Then, then you're really in a situation
1: where MPPT is going to be better, right? You, if you're in a and if you're in an area that say, what average, about what
0: about here in, in Missouri? Would right, we go with an MPPT. This or is we, that, that,
1: this this is a perfect example. Our average wind speed here at the at the store is 17 mile an hour. Around us is usually a rip 14. We just happen to be in a microclimate where nothing's close to us. We're on a flat, and, I mean, it's really nice here. But it's not It's not always blowing. Not always blowing. But So our average is 17. But let's say that you get back to somewhere that's average is 12, 13. Well, at 12, 13, if I am only 60% efficient at 12, 13 gotcha. mile an hour, I was only going to produce about 150 watts. At the best that it could do, we'll take – that times 0.60 and that's about what you can expect from that turbine. Right. So you can expect about 80 watts. Whereas if I'm 98% efficient, then I can expect my right, You know, almost 150, 140, you know, 147 or whatever that that number comes out to be. That's a big deal.
0: If you live at a lake, you can play with water however you want to. If you live in the desert, it's a little more that's right. a little more precious.
1: That's right. That's exactly right. So it's yeah, if you're out in Montana, you know, if you're in Montana, you're probably trying to figure out how you're going to furl it out of the wind because it just <laughs> keeps on blowing. You know, I mean, so you're you're trying to get it where it's you know where it's actually getting out of the wind at some points. You know, we've had numerous customers that that had to to do something like that. You know, get it to furl out of the wind because it's just the wind never stops. I mean, it so
0: okay, and we can talk about furling in another yeah
1: different different episode. Not too far away. Okay. Anything else? We got it covered? That's pretty much it. Remember, it's an efficiency factor. That's what we were trying to answer today. the Why MPPT over bulk All right. and its efficiency? So. Okay.
0: Well, thanks for tuning in. We will wrap this one up and move on and get ready to bring you another episode. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for downloading and listening to the podcast today. If you have a question that you'd like to hear us discuss on the podcast, email us at radio at com. You can follow us on our website, M1s.com, or subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher. Check out our store at M1s.com and buy some stuff. Buying stuff allows us to continue to produce our educational broadcasts, like our podcasts and YouTube videos. And most importantly, it keeps Lucy's Doggy Chicken Treats coming. Thanks again.